Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Well, hello, and I hope you're having a great week. Now, before we hear what my talented new guest has to share about what it takes to get into graphic design and ultimately running your own successful graphic design business, I have some exciting career resources for you, and I'd love to share them with you. So first one is to help you attract the career opportunities and job promotions that you deserve, you must build a powerful personal brand so that the opportunities come to you rather than you chasing after them. And so I have a free masterclass called The Three Secrets to Personal Branding for Career Success. It's only 40 minutes long and covers the most valuable insights for your personal brand, those top three secrets. So if you want to attend, you can register for free at janejacksoncoach.com forward slash three secrets. And that's the number three. Okay, so janejacksoncoach.com forward slash three secrets. And you can register for my free masterclass, the three secrets to personal branding for career success. And so you can learn how to attract those job opportunities and the job promotions that you deserve. And secondly, if you're really looking for your dream job and you're just not going anywhere, I've created a job search guide for you so that you can avoid the seven typical mistakes that job seekers often make when they launch their job search campaign. And so in order to download my free job search guide, it's actually in my online membership site, The Careers Academy. And so you can download it if you go to www.thecareersacademy.online forward slash free job search guide. I'll also have the links in my show notes for you at janejacksoncoach.com forward slash podcast. So it's easy to find. Okay, let's get on with the show. Welcome back to my careers podcast, where I interview fascinating professionals who've made amazing career changes. Now, today I have with me Bernard Kassab, who has been working in the brand and design industry for over 10 years. He's worked in a multitude of business environments, including corporate, agency, and running his own business, Designer I Am. With this diverse range of experience, he identifies obstacles within a business, leverages design-led thinking, and creates solid strategies to facilitate change or growth for a business across print, digital, 
and social channels. So whether you're a business just launching or your business has become stagnant and needs to hit the ground running, Bernard and his team at Designer I Am can help identify new opportunities to position yourself to connect with the right customer. Solid processes, tools, and structures ensure many successful brand executions with outcomes always surpassing client expectations. Now, I met Bernard at a LinkedIn local networking event, and I was really impressed with everything that he does. So I've wanted to podcast interview him for quite a while, and I finally got him. So welcome to the show, Bernard. Uh, Good evening, Jane. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And thank you for coming on the show. Let's find out about your career journey because you've had a really interesting creative career journey. So to kick us off, how about you tell us a little bit about what your career aspirations were when you were a little boy? Sure, Jane. Um, It all kind of started uh, in primary school and I found myself drawing a lot. I would spend hours and hours and hours every single day just drawing on my own at home. Um, my parents would call me for dinner and I would keep drawing. Um, and, and from that, uh, it led me towards looking uh, for a career path in animation. And that was something that I really wanted to do. And back then, it was still hand-drawn animation. And uh, that was uh, something that I wanted to experience. And when it came to year 10 and I had the opportunity to do work experience, I went and found a job with an animation studio here in Sydney. And when I was there, I found that it wasn't exactly what I expected. Uh, the way that the atmosphere and, and the culture in an animation studio, it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. And I found myself a little bit more commercially minded, a little bit more business centric. And I was like, I want to know how, how, how businesses work. Mm. So I was like, I want to find a career pathway that allowed me to take advantage of my creativity and take advantage of my, my artistic skills or, uh, and my business skills. And then uh, after doing some research, I found Billy Blue College of Design and I, I researched graphic design and that's, that's what kind of started the whole, the whole pathway down the graphic design um, journey. Mm. Now, Billy Blue, what a what a wonderful place to get and to really cut your teeth into graphic design as well. You know, I have to share with you, many, many years ago, about 100 years ago, I also studied as a graphic designer, <laughs> but I was no good at it. So after two years, I realized I needed to make a career change. Uh, however, you obviously did really well because you've had a truly solid career history in graphic design. So when you graduated from Billy Blue, after, you know, toying with the animation side of things for a while, mm-hmm. um, tell us how your career started and, and how difficult is it in Sydney to start out as a graphic designer? Oh, that, is a, that is a good question. Um, I started my uh, initial stages or initial learnings in, in graphic design. I actually took a year off between my second year and third year of college and I found an internship for an engineering firm where I worked underneath um, an art director within a, uh, in a uh, commercial comms team, marketing and comms team and um, it was basically himself and myself but he was he pretty much set the founder, the, the foundations of, of all the skills that I use every single day in design and he really accelerated my design capabilities um, And from there, after going to a very, very creative college, I felt the need to go into an agency. And 
to this day, I look back and I say, oh, that was, that might have actually been one of the least productive moves in my career, uh, moving back then. Mm. Uh, I moved to a small agency and the type of work and the way that the agency had been built, it wasn't really structured for any kind of project, uh, uh, any kind of, um, progression, career progression. Exactly. So I kind of felt myself, find myself stuck. And um, I stayed there for about 18 months and, and I needed to, to then progress. And I then started traveling and traveled to the US. And uh, from there, I found a opportunity to actually work in the US. And that's when I started working for PostNet as a senior graphic designer out there. Mm, that um, would have been a fun time because I can see here on your LinkedIn profile, you're at Steamboat Springs in Colorado. Yeah. So how, Steamboat is how a, good is, was that working there? It was, a, it was actually quite a lot of fun because it's a small town. Um, that was a real culture shock for me. Um, 12,000 people live in the town. They don't even lock their doors there. It just blew my <laughs> mind. People would just knock and walk into your house. I'm like, whoa, man, give me a moment. You know, you're walking into my house. <laughs> Let me get ready first before you just come trouncing in here. Um, but being so close to the ski fields and being right in the middle of the peak season, it was fantastic. You know, hit the mountains every other weekend when I could. Um, then I would drive back to Denver every other weekend and spend time with family and friends. Um, but the work culture out there is is nowhere near as um, as positive i guess and as enhancing as working in the work culture here um the culture here especially as an employee there's so many more businesses that are looking to progress people to teach to invest in their in their staff their employees their teams um over there there's almost this culture of everybody is replaceable and and that was very distressing for me because i was like well, I've got all these bills all of a sudden. I'm in a whole new country. I've got to support myself. I can't all of a sudden be out of a job. Um, so that that really actually was was the kind of the factor that culminated to me wanting to 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 continue that adventure. And I started applying for jobs in New York, in uh, Colorado, and in Sydney. And I said, whatever pulls off, this is where I'm going to end up. And about a month after that, I get a opportunity to interview with a publishing house here in Sydney. I interview with them. Two weeks later, they give me a call and tell me I got a job. I got the job. Three days later, I hopped onto a plane. I landed here. Three days after that, I did my orientation. And a week after that, I started working. And How wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was yeah. great just to be able to come back and land a position like that, which was a lead production position for a publishing house called uh, BT Publishing. Mm -hmm. And I was producing two magazines for them, a travel magazine and an events magazine. So. Oh, so you've gone from animation to graphic design to production as well. So you, you were really learning everything in the business, weren't you? Yeah, I, uh, I kind of found myself getting bored in, in a role um, if, if I was there for too long. And mm -hmm. if, if it wasn't challenging enough or if it wasn't continually... Um, asking me to progress and add more value and, and, and create new systems and create new efficiencies, then I would, I would run out of things to do. Um, I would get into a business. So my first agency role out of college, when I started working with them, within the eight, 12 to 16 months that I worked with them in the early stages, I was able to clear out all of their residual briefs that they had 
lying around the office. So by the time I had left, there was one brief left on the shelf and it was only not done because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I tried to pass it off to one of the other designers. Like, do you want to do it? He's like, no. And I'm like, damn it. Mm. Tell oh. me, tell me, Bernard, what's your favorite part of being a designer? What, what, what is it that you really, really enjoy doing the most? I think the definite thing that I enjoy the most is working through obstacles. So a business owner comes to you and they're so lost either they've either they've been super successful within their business and they've achieved a lot but they've kind of hit this plateau Mm. Um, or there's a lot of change in their business and they want to take advantage of it but they're not really sure how or they're just kicking off and they need somebody to kind of set them in the right path and just just help them take advantage and and leverage as much of their knowledge and experience and be able to communicate that effectively and being able to work through those little obstacles for a business and understand the value that they bring, understand how to communicate that effectively, understanding completely new industries every day, every week, learning so much more. That's what, that's what really excites me about my industry. Um, and from that, then you get to basically turn somebody's, somebody's dream into a, into a tangible communication or visualization or uh, a piece of, um, a piece of a, cre- a creative piece that, that represents that business. Um, and then you see that business become successful and that's the real, that's the real kicker uh, mm. for all the work that we do. Yeah. So it's not just the graphic design, it's actually helping businesses to grow. That's, that's a strong focus for you, isn't it? Yeah. I, all my, all my way through the, my, my college experience, I was always very commercially minded and all the projects I did, I tried to focus as much on, well, how would this work in the real world? Like if this was a real client, there would be budgets, there would be an ROI that would need to be proven. Um, if you can't just walk out there and say, I create cool things. Mm-hmm. You know? Businesses want to invest in something that brings an ROI, a return to the business. You know, there's got to be some business uh, acumen to, to a project that you create. And that's definitely what um, I like to bring out through the work that we do that we're not just there to create cool things. We create things that help you connect effectively with your customers and that helps you grow your business. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is looking through your career history um, before you actually started designer, I am your own business uh, as a senior designer. And then you were a lead UX designer as well as working on client development. So there was a lot of relationship building as well as the creative side. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know what it is about connecting with people, but it's something that I just, uh, it engages me and inspires me. I love just understanding and drilling into all the little nuts and bolts of how a business works. And um, that also has kind of driven towards us starting a a software and app development business um, Mm -hmm. to provide better efficiencies and communications within the operations side of a business. So it's not just about how your brand looks to your customers, but if you promise something to your customers, that becomes the expectation that you've set up. So if you say we provide a quality product and we create a quality design for you that that communicates that, and then on the back end, you can't actually facilitate that service or provide that product, well, that just deteriorates the whole brand. And all it does is create a really recognizable brand that Mm. people don't like. 
Mm, that's right. You know, you know, it's interesting. I'm I'm just looking at your your career journey. So you're working for other organisations for quite a number of years, and in in Colorado, and then back in Sydney again, and then you founded your business. So what was it that prompted you to transition into entrepreneurship and start your own business, Designer I Am? Yeah, I, I I did have the business actually on the side for quite a long time, about ten or eleven years. In the mm. last four years, I I transitioned. Um, 100% into my business and mm. it was really all about that client interaction when you work for an agency um, you get so disconnected from what the actual objectives are of that business you're literally turning around pretty work you know here's the brief this is what the client needs they need a nice brochure create the brochure and I'm like cool I can create a brochure that's no problem but then you end up getting all these disconnects where you continually revise and revise and revising and that misunderstanding is that the fact that you don't actually understand what the goal of that business is You've just been briefed in from an account manager or something like that to create a brochure. Mm. So that's a really key part of my business too is that all my people um, within my team, they have direct communications with the client. We have briefing documentation. We have um, our brand tool that we use, which helps us really get a deep dive on those businesses and what they want to achieve, what their objectives are. And then my team then gets direct contact with that client. So they're able to actually drill a little bit deeper and get a solid understanding of what that business is trying to achieve instead of just creating for creators' sake, you know? And mm-hmm. then we end up having a much shorter turnaround time for projects because of that and a much happier client base because they get a project quickly and it hits the mark where, of what they're looking for. And, you know, in, at times it surpasses what they, what they think the opportunity may be. And at that same time, we're able to add a lot more value because instead of spending it just going back and forth, making variations on a brochure, we can say, well, what's your intention of this brochure? Is it going to lead to a video? Is it going to lead to a landing page? Is it going to lead to a, a product or a service that you've created? Well, how can we make that journey more effective? And that's where the real benefit is. And that's where the real benefit of getting that deep understanding is, is that we actually know what we're trying to achieve as a business so we can create more effectively. Yeah, it sounds like you've really evolved from being a designer um, in the early days to someone who has become more of a business partner, really, uh, to your clients so that you, you help them through this creative journey with, you know, maybe their print and their digital footprint and all of this uh, in order to be able to build their businesses. So so tell me, we, we, can you talk about one of your favorite projects that you've worked on with one of your clients? What have you done that was really amazing for them? Hmm. I, I got two examples that come to mind. Do you mind if I, yeah. if I, if I give you two? Um, I think one really great one that we've, we've been working with recently, uh, it's a cleaning company called Supercare. Mm. And we were originally introduced to them to design an app, an app to do facilities management, which is very unique for a cleaning company to take on facilities management as part of their offering. But what it allows them to do is that for a business that they uh, manage the cleaning service for, they also now manage reporting any facilities issues within the business, whether it's a leaky pipe to a broken light bulb. It's now managed by the staff that get the most oversight over the most area of a business, which is the cleaning staff. So um, that's been an extremely successful uh, implementation for them. It's grown, They've grown now since we've been working with them for about uh, just over a year, about 18 months. They've grown from 24 people to about 62. Wow. And, um, and then just recently, we just launched their new website. So 
Um, that relationship continues to develop. We do a lot of work with them, um, everything from their collateral to their online presence to supporting this application for them. Um, it's just created a whole new marketing stream, which uh, you know uh, their competitors and the, the industry around them hasn't even really started to, to tap into. Yeah, that's um, so exciting. They've, they've yeah. tripled their business. <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. Incredible. Now, obviously, we can't take uh, all the credit for that. The business owner is fantastic. He builds amazing relationships. Um, but it helps to have something that you can fall back on that builds confidence and that sets you apart from the rest. And by having that, you know every time you approach a new project, you're going to be able to offer something that nobody else can. Mm. So you're already on the front foot as soon as you walk through the door. Um, and then another one is, uh, is an electrical company that we supported and, and launched. And um, what was amazing with them is within their first year, they were able to lock on an ongoing maintenance contract with Meriton for about $15,000 a month. And within that, they also hired their first two staff within their first year. So they literally from launch at zero at minus, because we all know our businesses cost money to start <laughs> at minus, to, to being able to lock in not only guaranteed cash flow, but to be able to then um, hire staff and feel comfortable hiring those staff. That was a real success story for us as well. And um, we use them quite often as, as case studies with the work that we do because they do show um, with the proper follow through and the proper consistency across the brand, a brand. Um, you can really approach a market with confidence with consistency you can create a brand that people recognize and feel comfortable with and you can be in business for less than a year Mm. you know many people don't don't really understand the importance of branding you know personal branding and then branding for an organization as well Well, tell tell me what what are your thoughts on branding itself that is that's another good question um so What's really interesting about what you said is personal branding and, and your brand. Mm. And what people have to be careful of doing is, is not confusing the two too much where you can't separate from. Because if you become your brand, then the value of your brand is yourself. And if you ever decide to exit or pass that brand on, there's not a lot of value there. But by creating a brand that has recognition, memorability, um, that stands for those qualities, those values that you um, want people to associate with your brand that's what people buy you know when you buy uh when you buy a pair of nike you're not buying a shoe you're buying the the lifestyle of of competitive edge of endurance of stamina you know you're buying a top athlete product you know when you're buying an apple product you're not buying a laptop or a computer you're buying a lifestyle of creativity of um music of of art of freedom you know that's the kind of positioning that they create so that is the brand what is created behind that is uh is the people and the people each individual of your brand has a personal brand that carries your business if the employees you hire do not align with um the lifestyle or the culture that you want people to associate with your brand it ends up creating fragmentation and people then start to associate maybe negative things or maybe positive things depending on those values that they are projecting. Um, so when you're creating a brand, you have to make sure that it's not just a pretty logo and a pretty brochure, but that those values, those qualities, and those ideas filter through all the people and the culture within that brand. And then that's the association that people make. 
Um, and it goes the same way for a personal brand. If you're going to become an influencer or the, a key focus to the way that you go to business, you also have to reflect the same qualities that people would associate with the business they associate with you. Mm. Yeah, branding is so important, isn't it? Because it's a feeling, it's the values. And you know what? Whenever I, I, I conduct these road to entrepreneurship workshops as well, and people who are thinking about transitioning into entrepreneurship, mm. and I always say to them, you've got to know why you're getting into business. If you're getting into business because you just want to make money or because you want to get out of corporate, then that's not going to cut it. It has to be because you want to do something that's going to make a difference to the community and really benefit someone or something somehow. It's got to be so meaningful. And I think so many businesses these days, if they're able to communicate that, that message of how much they care and why they're so passionate about something, then the customers will come because they'll buy into that story. Yeah, and um, there's a great uh, case study on that, that L'Oreal created their own trending tag on social media. I think it was called L'Oreal Community. Mm. And they had their people every time they went out to do anything with the community, whether it was um, you know, a, a volunteer project um, whether it was offering something to a local school or something like that, they would use the, ho- the, the hashtag um, L'Oreal community. And what it ended up doing for L'Oreal was uh, they actually uh, grew their connected user base from around 60,000 people that were following their business pages to over 200,000 people in around six months. Because what it did is it invited people into the world and the lifestyle and the culture of L'Oreal. And that's where people really connect with your brand. The logo is something they associate. That sets mm. the tone. The people and, and uh, the culture behind it is what gets people to go, yes, this is something that I believe in or no, this is not something that I believe in. Mm. I love the hashtags. I like this L'Oreal community. So mm. Bernard, do you have a hashtag? Not yet. We're, we're planning to launch something in 2019. Um, Are you going to give us a sneak peek? <laughs> <laughs> give um, us something, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're working on a, on a ton of, of, of content for next year. Um, some really good uh, business-driven content, all, all in video, so it's really quick and easy to digest. Um, and what we're going to be doing is actually partnering with other professionals within the industry even ones that are in similar, that provide similar services. Because for us, it's not about, um, it's not about fighting for the same chip. It's about getting people to realize the value of what this industry can bring. And I think a lot of this industry has kind of been dissolved and deteriorated from, from so-called professionals. And especially early on in the design industry, every person that could buy Adobe called themselves a graphic designer. Mm. And what that ended up doing was burning a lot of bridges and a lot of people don't look at our industry as um, business centric or as um, or having a focus around that kind of commercial side of a business, the ROI on what um, design or creative communications can do for a business. So that's what it's going to be about. And it's really just about delivering that message and for people to gain a better understanding and take something away with them, something valuable that they can apply today, you know, mm. in their businesses. So um, there isn't anything specific I can give you right now, um, but that's what we're working on for 2019. And we should have content rolling out by the end of Jan. So. 
So. Well, I can't wait to find out what your hashtag is. And you better let me know because I will put it on Twitter everywhere. <laughs> okay. And add, add it to this, uh, our show notes um, for this podcast as well. So Bernard, tell, tell me before we uh, wrap up this podcast, I'd like to find out as much as possible about Designer I Am. So tell me what are the services that you provide and where can people find you? Sure. Well, the name itself is, is the URL. So if you decide, type in designeri.am, you'll head straight to our, our website. And that was kind of, um, I wanted to find something that kind of sounded like a sentence when you typed it in. And uh, that was the best I could, uh, I could rustle up. Um, the other option was design.me, but that was $24,000 to buy that domain. So that's why that never came to fruition. <laughs> but that's where uh, designeri.am came from. And and our main focus is to really target um, businesses that are looking to get a deeper understanding of how they want to communicate. So if you go to the brand strategy section of our website, you'll see that the brand tool is on offer there and it's completely complimentary to take that tool. Um, and that allows us an opportunity to have a discussion with you about where you want to go as a brand and allows us to get a deeper insight on how we can help you get there, whether that's using us or whether that's us directing you to the right person to help you achieve that. Um, that's the key thing to what we offer. Um, and then from there, we can look at doing, you know, workshops to get a deeper dive on your marketing strategy. We can offer uh, your brand applications, so everything from logo to style guide to, to the branded elements like um, iconography, patent, patterns, et cetera, and how those apply across your brand. And then that will then flow into everything from your printed, your printed collateral to your website to um, your social media content. And obviously, as we spoke about before, um, app development, if you're looking to go out to market with um, an app and what we're doing with our apps is we always look at making them ROI neutral, um, sorry, cost neutral by uh, within 12 months of releasing the app. So we always look at opportunities or how we can partner with people or create um, uh, some kind of uh, subscription or sales fee where somebody can get better or leverage better content through your application. And that way, we kind of offset the costs of kind of, of putting that app together for the business. Um, so those are probably the key focuses of our business from brand strategy to application across um, your media channels. Um, and then ensuring there's that, cons that consistency and that it communicates effectively to the, the type of clientele that you want to be working with. So um, that's a, a broad view of, of what we do. Yeah, well, you certainly provide a truly comprehensive service from branding to all the different design collaterals, promotional, marketing collateral, web design as well. You do video editing and sound editing. Yeah. And basically what you do is you, you, you tailor the solution to whatever people need, yes? Yeah, and it's all about targeting where they want to go. So it's not about us just selling them everything under the sun. It's about understanding, okay, what is your positioning? Okay, you're a mainly online business. How do we take advantage of your online presence the best? How do we make an investment there that's going to get you the best return for your business? Um, or is it that you need to launch an event? Are you a kind of business that's launching a product? What kind of events are the best for us to target? Okay, we can then do the event layout for you, um, the booth design, all the, all the merchandise and collateral. Um, we can help you just really communicate or... Uh, get people to gravitate towards your event booth by using um, content and collateral that we can create. So um, we're always looking for what the opportunity is, uh, what the potential of the brand is, and then finding a way of positioning it where it hits the, the most um, 
perfect or right fit customers. You know? And having seen some of the designs that you've come up with or your team have come up with, it's truly very, very creative and amazing. So what a fantastic business. Congratulations on Designer I Am, Bernard. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> now, what I'll do is uh, on my show notes on jjacksoncoach.com, I will have um, all of your links. So I'll have Designer I Am, the link, so you can just click through there, as well as your uh, Twitter handle so that people can follow you on Twitter. And where else would you like people to follow you, Bernard? Uh, if you... If- uh, my, my LinkedIn page, um, mm-hmm. we have a Facebook business page. I'm, I'm happy for people to, to connect with me personally on, on LinkedIn. That's probably where you'll get the most of, of um, what we're doing and, and mm-hmm. what's happening with the business. Um, yeah. Our Instagram is very active too. We, we do post a lot on both our stories and on our page, and that's where our most recent work will, will end up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, oh, and our YouTube. So if, if you do follow our YouTube channel, there will be new, a lot of new content coming up um, end of Jan. So if you're interested in kind of getting a deeper understanding of how our industry works and where are the benefits to your business and things that you can take away and apply to your business um, straight away, then definitely check out our, our channel and, and get ready for some fresh content in 2019. Mm, well, I'll have the links to all of these channels and I'm just having a look in your Instagram account at the moment. It's beautiful. You need to fix mine up, Bernard. <laughs> Okay, looking at yours, you have put me to shame. Honestly, mine's so random. I just post all these <laughs> different coachy sort of things, but yours really looks beautiful. Oh, it's good. I, I, I suggest everyone goes to Designer I Am on Instagram and look. Looks fantastic. Well, Bernard, thank you so much for your time. It really has been a pleasure talking to you. And thanks for telling, sharing your um, career journey as well, because you've had such a solid uh, career trajectory in graphic design and then now with this business business mind of yours uh, helping other businesses grow too i think it's absolutely fantastic lucky me to have managed to grab a hold of you before christmas likewise likewise it's something that i've wanted to do for a long time um be able to sit down and, and do a podcast with you and after our last thing in like i said no that's it stop saying one day we're just going to lock it in and- i know and now we've done it hooray this is good so so i look forward to following how everything progresses with Di- designer i am over the next year and i think you'll have to come back on the show and tell us more about all the apps that you've developed yeah um, round about june next year i think will be good and also, I want to find out what that new hashtag is that you're keeping so secret. <laughs> and, and then we can actually, we can share it together. So thank you so much for your time, Bernard. Thank you. Pleasure. <laughs> Talk to you again soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, look for Your Career Podcast on iTunes and leave a review. And for all the career management support you need to create your dream career, visit janejacksoncoach.com and join my Careers Academy for live career webinars, group coaching, one-on-one coaching support, as well as my online career development courses. Isn't it time you found your dream job? You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com.
If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.